Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. Oh, and a bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will mm. sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm-hmm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral Sleepy Girl Mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues. Today's Monday. That means we have a digging deeper coming right up. We got clips from Higher Learning, which uh, we're going to lead the show off with. You're going to love that clip because it's talking about Chris Harrison's new podcast. And that's, of course, Rachel Lindsay talking about Chris Harrison's new podcast with Van Lathan. We got clips from Almost Famous with guest Aaron Clancy. We got clips from Those Vile Files. We got clips from Yeah, But Who Cares? That is Bree Springs podcast with Sasana Allen. They're talking to Serena. We have a lot here uh, to get through. There's a lot of tea that gets spilled. Serena, maybe 
crossing sides into the T side <gasps> of the sauce wars in some of these clips. You can Ooh. be the judge of that if you like. And of course, we have Vial delivering everything that we know he delivers. Cross party relationship. Look, you know, we've <laughs> discussed on this very podcast if Grocery is truly a sauce player or a tea player. I know he's literally selling actual literal sauce, but every once in a while. That doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> I mean, that's where the term sauce wars comes from. But every once in a while, he does let some tea slip through the sauce. So I don't know. But he's, I mean, he's on an official Bachelor Nation podcast. Uh, I don't know. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. This is our last podcast of 2022. Yeah, this is it is. This is the last time we're going to record in this year. So we hope everybody else out there is also having a good holiday season, getting ready for that new year, getting ready for Bachelor Season 27, which, (laughs) if I have anything to do with it, is going to be a very interesting season. And let me just say, I had a little something to do with it. So we hope that you'll (laughs) tune into that. This is the first season where Clues has trained every single player. I'm not saying that, but it certainly is. A season that has some trained players in it. I can, I think I'm safe in saying that. And for me now, the watchback is, it's getting to be, I think, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, Serena talks about the watchback with Bree Springs, what that experience is like. But for me, the experience is getting closer to closer and closer, probably as close as it ever can be to being a player, because now I get to watch how it's cut. I get to see the edit and it's in the same way that players like know what they did in the game. And then when you see the edit and it's like none of the shit you did is in the fucking edit. Yeah, but how does it translate? (laughs) Exactly. And so now I'm getting to to have that experience to some degree and I absolutely love it. And I can't wait to see 27 and how it's all put together. But today we are here to dig through all of these clips from the past two weeks of Bachelor Nation podcast is the most important stuff, the stuff you need to have heard. And we are proud to present it. This is Digging Deeper. All right. First up, we got a clip from Higher Learning on December 20th, 2022. Higher Learning is, of course, Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay's podcast. In this clip, Lindsay and Lathan react to Chris Harrison's new teaser for his forthcoming podcast called The Most Dramatic Podcast Ever. That podcast is launching on January 9th. And of course, we know Rachel Lindsay is... I mean, one of the last people to talk to Chris Harrison in a public format in the infamous interview that she did with him for extra that got him fired. I mean, I don't know if that's what got him fired or if it was his bad apology the next day or the next couple of days later on Good Morning America to Michael Strahan. I'm not sure, but this was a part of it. This is what kicked it all off. Yeah, he got himself fired. Not Rachel Lindsay. I think that that needs to be made crystal clear. Of course. Of course. I didn't mean to insinuate that she got him fired. Yes. (laughs) His own actions. <laughs> but yeah, they're inextricably linked because of this interview. And now everyone always wants to know her reaction to, I think, any major thing he does in his life going forward. I'm really excited for this clip. Yeah. <laughs> when he gets married. What did you think of his marriage? We will see. Yeah. Later on in his life when he's like going in to get routine medical things. Did you hear Chris Harrison had a checkup? What do you think about that? Um, but she is linked to him forever. <laughs> And uh, we are now going to see what she has to say about this teaser. Here we go. Have you asked, been asked to be on this podcast? This is Chris Harrison, most dramatic podcast ever. And secondly, if you were asked to be on this podcast with Chris Harrison, would you do it? I was not asked and I would not be on it. 
you would not do the podcast with Chris Harrison. Mm-mm. If Chris Harrison wanted to have a conversation with you on the podcast, Mm-mm. you would not do it. Mm-mm. Why? Because it's been almost two years since that happened. And the last time that you had any communication with me was after I said we should just accept his apology after he was on Good Morning America and move on. And then you text me and said, thanks for what? Because Michael Strahan was like, I don't think the apology was sincere. So, like, you know, people turned on Chris again or went harder on him. And I and I said what I said. And he wrote me and said, you know, I think we should just, you know, I appreciate what you had to say. We should go have dinner. So that was over a month after the initial thing happened. So you never reached out to me in between when I was going through all of what I was on social media, but you know you're in the media telling everybody I'm your friend. So you reach out to me when I say something that is in your favor. It's the first time you reach out. I've not talked to him since. That was March 2020. So now you would reach out to me to come be a part of your podcast. That You want to have a conversation with me on the mic, in public, for clicks, that's what it would be for. It would be for it would be for because everybody would listen. A sit down. No, I'm not going to give you that. And if it was genuine, you would already hit me up. You've unfollowed me on social media at this point. You've cleared your social, moved on, new chapter. When you moved on and from that new chapter, I was not a part of it. I don't even think. I think that when he does this podcast, I would imagine he signs some sort of NDA. Right. So I think that this will just be him for the first time saying how he felt with it all. The aftermath, losing that job, how it's affected him. You don't think your name comes up anywhere in this situation? No, I think he'll refer to it as the interview when that happened. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I think I don't think he wants to touch that because then it's going to, you know, elicit a response from me. Uh Uh-huh. And then, you know, it, it goes back and forth because mm-hmm. if he mentions, if he comments on me in any, with any sort of, it's one thing if he's like, you know, I haven't talked to Rachel. Okay, well, then there's nothing to talk about. But if there's some sort of comment, believe it, we're going to talk about it here on Higher Learning. Now, if he wants to come to Higher Learning and have a conversation. So if, if you've he invited w- him multiple times. I would love, I'm just putting this out there again. Chris Harrison, that's his name? <laughs> Chris Harrison. He called him Soup Kitchen for so, so long. long I you forgot don't his know. Name, Soup Kitchen. <laughs> Chris Harrison, come on the podcast, please. I'm being completely sincere. Which camera is it, Donnie? This one? I'm being totally sincere, Chris Harrison. This is a real olive branch with Greek olives on it. The good kind of olives. Come on the podcast. It's it's only Rachel. (laughs) What could go wrong in a conversation between you and Rachel, Chris? What could possibly go wrong? Come on the podcast. That's what got us here. Come on the podcast. Yeah. It is so good to hear Van Luthen and Rachel Lindsay again. I love them. I agree. Van Luthen's <laughs> hilarious. But I, you know, what I really got from this clip is like, Rachel Lindsay is in his fucking head. In Chris Harrison said, she knows exactly what he's thinking about this entire thing. I I agree with everything she says here, that there's no way he'll mention her fucking name, doing it for clicks, all the shit she was talking about, how he unfollowed her and hasn't talked to her since uh, March 2020, which is that accurate? That was March 2020? No, because we had he was still the host on Claire's, right? Right. When did the pandemic, when did lockdown happen? That was 2020, wasn't it? 
That was 2020. Yeah, March 2020 is when Claire's season got postponed. So maybe she means March 2021. Because the interview was 20... God, was the interview at the beginning of this year? No, 2021. No, we're in 2022. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. <laughs> this is... What year is it with Bachelor Clues and Pace Case? It was March. I believe that interview was March 2021. This is something we could easily Weird. Google, and of course, we will not do Look, it. Rachel Lindsay, Chris Harrison. <laughs> yes. So this is yeah. It has to be after Rachel Kirkconnell. So this is February 15th, 2021. I guess 2021. Yeah, this is a 2021 article. Okay. So. It was only 2021. It wasn't 2020, as she said. That's the only thing she gets inaccurate here. Um, I think everything else, she's 100% correct. He's not going to touch this with a 10-foot fucking pole. I believe he also was... I mean, we all know that he signed an NDA. That's how he got paid fucking $9 million by ABC to leave the show. Part of that deal, I'm 100% sure, was you can never say anything about any of the shit you know about our franchise until you die. So that is definitely the case. But what she's also saying that he's probably going to talk about his feelings about it, how it affected his life, that kind of shit. I think we're definitely going to get. And you know, like who's the audience for that? Who wants to hear how he felt during all of that shit? The people who agree with him and are like the woke police have ruined everything, including my beloved Chris Harrison. But is that like, I mean, look, that teaser was number four in all podcasts on iTunes, like across mm -hmm. all genres. I think episode number one could be make him the number one show, at least for that week that that episode is out. And if that show, I don't know. I just don't know what to think about this because like, yeah, maybe the first episode, but I don't I don't see I cannot see it going better than that. But I mean, like, what is the show if it's him interviewing famous people? like a different celebrity every week that could very easily stay in the top 10 podcasts. Those types of shows do well. Like Bill Maher has one that's like that where he just gets high with other famous people and, and talks for an hour. And he's in the top 10 podcast. Uh, he's in the top 10, 20. Yeah. So I don't know. But then if that is the format, who the fuck is going on that show? Who's talking to Chris Harrison? That's what I mean. Like, I think it's like no one is touching it. So I, I really appreciate Rachel's breakdown of this, though, because obviously she spent a lot of time thinking about it. And I think that you're right. She's right on the money about what it will be. He is not going to say her name because if he says her name, they're going to respond and then he's going to have to respond. And he doesn't want he doesn't want that dialogue to exist, especially if he didn't talk to her after saying, let's get dinner. Yeah. Thanks for publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Bial's strategy is to constantly, you know, put his name in the mix with other people, with other names that are more relevant than mm -hmm. him contemporarily. I don't think Harrison is that way. I don't think that'll be his strategy. I think it'll be, I'm above that shit. I'm moving on. This is what I do now. That's behind me. Let's forget about that. I also think it's super interesting where they're like, we've invited him on the show multiple times. Yes. And Van being like, come on. I don't know why he calls him Soup Kitchen, but that's funny. <laughs> and he also has that whole thing where he's like, what's his name again? Chris Harrison? Like, he knows exactly what the fucking guy's name is. That's oh, 
he's so, uh, just a complete he's so funny. fuck you to him. Yeah, he's he's great. But it's like, yeah, if you're not doing it for clicks, do that conversation on yours. I just don't think I don't think he touches the RL name. I agree. Even the RL initials. I don't think he says Matt James. I don't think he says Rachel Kirkconnell. No. I don't think he says Rachel Lindsay. There's a bunch of people in that era that I don't think he brings up. I think if he does any references to The Bachelor, it's always going to be Sean Lowe, Ben Higgins. It's going to be that golden era. Uh, maybe he'll go back to you know earlier days like a Bob Guinea, a Trista Rain, people who are perceived as successful within the franchise. I think that he will take that credit. Andrew Firestone. <laughs> I think he, I think that is those are the types of people that are going to be on it. I think it's it'll be you know. The good old days. His good old boys from the good old days. I completely agree. But let's move on to our second clip. This one comes to us from Almost Famous with guest Aaron Clancy. This was from December 8th. In this clip, Clancy discusses the allegations that he was involved with two other women when he went on Paradise this year. <laughs> Here we go. Um, and realistically, going into Paradise with a girlfriend, like... That is something that like is, is I want to say a rookie mistake because of like the people that do it, but this is my second time on the beach and the producers are my friends. Like they, like I told, uh, going into paradise, they call you, they're asking you who, who you've been dating. Are you single? Whatever. I listed out these people's names. They know exactly who these people are. Um, I'm best friends with producers as well. Like they, they were they were aware of my dating history um, and they know exactly who these people are in the timeline. So that's why it's like not, it's just, it's just not even realistic. Got some good pieces of this clip. One Clancy says going into paradise, dating somebody is a rookie mistake and he ain't a rookie. This is his second time going through paradise. So he cannot make that mistake. I love that he calls it a rookie mistake. And then he also lets us in on something that I think is another rookie mistake. Thinking any of the producers are your friends. Those people ain't your fucking friends, dude. <laughs> they will cut your throat to watch you bleed. And him saying, like, I gave their names to the producers so they can back me up. It's like, no, why would they? They have no reason to go support you at this point. You're not on the show. <laughs> That's a rookie mistake too. Giving the names of people that you've dated to the producers means they might fly that person to paradise or have them show up at a one-on-one -on -one date and they're the musical performer at a private concert. They're the musical performer. <laughs> I'm talking about Chase Rice, of course. I mean, you just... I, this was astounding to me that he was saying this. And I don't know how much of it's true. He might be saying this knowing that producers are listening. And so he's playing a... What is it? Four-dimensional chess... Where it's like, I'll say that the producers are my friends here so that they will hear this and they will think that I think that's true. He might be playing some higher level of the game here that we're unaware of. The producers are my friends, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm best friends with all producers. <laughs> I tell them everything, all my personal details, and they keep this information secret. I did not follow this, this whole storyline, but these two women have been coming forward and saying that he was their boyfriend when he went on. Yeah, I didn't follow it that closely either. It just seemed like, to me, some off-season stuff people were trying to dust up. And uh, look, all of these people are dating people before they go into paradise. 
That's how it works. When you're hot, (laughs) you're always dating. Always be dating. If you're an extremely attractive person, you're always going to be dating. No, but you come off, uh, you know, one of the main games, especially, and you've got a little cachet. Like you're not going to not go on dates because paradise is coming up. You just kind of keep things casual. They all do it. This isn't, I think you know, unless you're engaged to somebody or like whatever, involved in a super serious relationship before you go into paradise or any, or the main game or any of it. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. To me, this is not like a, there's no there, there, as they say. I mean, there's a there, there, if you are protected or not, you know, everyone does this, but some people get booted for it. Victoria P booted for it. But Clint, I mean, maybe that's what Clancy's talking about when he's like, I'm best friends with the producers. Maybe he's saying they they edit me well. They like protect me. Maybe there's some hint of that in there. I mean, I do think he is a little protected. I mean, I think he had one of the best edits this season. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And by him saying I was best friends with the producers and all that, it starts leading me down a path, which we talked about when we were doing the recaps, that like almost everything he was doing was scripted with Genevieve Parisi. That he was like the producers and him were cooking up like, okay, take her in the jungle path. She's going to pack her bags and then you're going to fucking get an argument with her or whatever. Bring her back. Do the itching versus pain thing. I don't know. She strikes me as so 4TRR. So I don't know about that. But We may never know. But now let's move on to this next clip. Now we get into the the juiciness of this digging deeper, you see. Because we're going to listen to some clips from the Vial Files. You may have noticed that Clues' tenor has changed <laughs> as he's describing this clip. I just get so happy when I know I'm about to hear the great one speak. And this first clip that we're going to hear from this episode with guest Susie Evans from December 14th is very good. In it, the Great One shares an intimate story about meeting his hero, Ryan Reynolds, and he describes how that led to the creation of the now famous selfie of himself, Natalie Joy, and Johnny DeFilippo. You are not going to want to miss this clip. Here we go. If you want to hear that clip and our reaction to it, you're just going to go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. You're going to get that clip. You're also going to get the back half of this episode, which is a landslide of clips from Serena Pitt talking to Bree Springs about her experience on Bachelor in Paradise. A lot of tea is spilled, which is strange coming from a person we traditionally consider a sauce player. Fascinating stuff. So you're just going to go to patreon.com slash Game Roses to get access to the rest of this episode, the rest of all of our Digging Deepers that we've ever done. We're also starting to upload ad-free versions of our recaps on the Patreon so you can get access to those. You're going to get access to our live shows that we do every Monday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. And you're going to get access to our Discord, which allows you to upload your screams. And if you listen to This Week in Bachelor Nation, you know we play the best screams on that episode and we break them down. Once again, for all of that, you're just going to go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. We hope to see you in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit. You want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit. There's room enough to fit. Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit, you can get it in and 
Dig around in all this content It's prepared, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's prepared, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's prepared Now you've heard me talk about quince on this program before. I love quince. I am right now, head to toe, dressed in quince. I got their shirts, I got their pants, I got everything from quince. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying those luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from, get this, $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you're going to have them in that closet forever, unless you wear them out, which I may because I literally wear them every day. I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Well, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings right on to you and to me. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes so you can feel good about getting high-quality items that are going to last you longer. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash roses to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash roses. We're coming out of spring and we're headed into summer. It's a great time of year. It's a time for renewal. For me, that means reconnecting with friends and family I haven't seen for a while. And when I do, I want to make sure I have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with. That's why First Leaf is a great option. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the worry and guesswork out of buying quality wines, especially if you're somebody like me who knows maybe a little bit about these things, but not enough, not enough to really make a great decision. They make the decision for you. To get started, you just answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes on First Leaf's website. And these can be things that are about the people you're buying it for as well, if you're doing it as a gift. It only takes about five minutes to create your own personalized wine profile. Then you get your very own wine concierge who's going to use those responses to curate a customized selection of delicious award-winning varieties from rosés to sparklings and everything in between. It's all based on your personal preferences on those questions you answered. These hand-selected wines are going to be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at a wine store. You even get to choose when you get the wine. Plus, Every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you have questions about your wines, like what to pair them with, for example, First Leaf's personal wine concierge team is there to offer that expert advice. So it takes all the guesswork out. I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand-curated bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y. F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Try firstleaf.com slash roses. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.